Hey guys, well, welcome to the third episode of Your Empowerment Today. My name, as always, is Kimberly Rose Francis, and I will be your host today. Before I start this podcast, I want to talk about my absence. Um, as many of you may know, if you know me personally, but if you don't know me personally, of course, you wouldn't know this, that my grandmother passed away but yes my grandmother passed away and I've just kind of been dealing with that I will do a podcast talking about my experience with grief because I feel as though it was my first time really encountering this level of grief and really going through that process and I don't like talking on things that I've never experienced so before I couldn't talk on grief because I hadn't experienced it to this extent, but now I feel as though, because I can relate to maybe some of you, I can totally talk on it and really encourage you and tell you how I've kind of got through it and what I keep in mind, because it truly isn't all about, there's heaven and there's a hope after this, and yeah, that's a confidence and that's um, a consolence, but sometimes you just miss the person like i know they're going to a better place i know they're going to heaven but i just miss your earthly presence and that's a method of grief that we have to talk about that we have to deal with and as christians we have to deal with the natural and the spiritual so i'm not gonna go on and on about that but that is definitely something that I will be talking about in the future and if you're interested if you have any questions thoughts opinions as always let me know and i'll be discussing it and talking about it in this in this um episode in the next episode sorry so this episode i will be talking about i'll be talking about what i'll be talking about is church hurt and it was when I was I asked on the Instagram what should I talk about next and some t- somebody told me church hurt. Um, I didn't want to come back talking about the frameworks of empowerment because I wanted to come back with something just um, relevant. But next episode I will be talking about the frameworks of empowerment and what the vision of I preach is because I believe it's important for you to know the vision so you can join in on the mission and we can empower young people and we can make a difference in the lives of youth and, and in our own lives as we are youth because empowerment is about not only be able being <laughs> is about not only being able to help somebody else but it is also about being able to help yourself and yeah all right and vice versa so if you have not already these are just like my opening comments um but if you have not already please check out the um the the, the i preach youth ministries.ca website on it you're gonna find the frameworks you're gonna find our mission our vision you're gonna find out information there are ways to donate ways to support and in the future all our product projects will be posted on there and you can find out everything else on there so totally check that out it's i preach youth ministries.ca so pretty easy just type it in if you google i preach youth ministries it will come up as well
Alright, so the topic that I've kind of been afraid of a bit, but I'm going to talk about today is church hurt. Okay, so church hurt. It almost feels as though those two words have a weird feeling in my mouth because in my mind, I think church, healing, restoration, recovery, stuff like that. And then I'm faced with the word hurt. And then I'm like, church hurt? The two come together? But I'm a true, I know I've experienced church hurt, quote unquote. Um, but I believe that there are so many ways to look at it and I want to show you one perspective on church hurt and I'm going to encourage you a bit and then next time I'll be doing another episode and I'll be talking about church hurt again but I'll be talking about it from a different perspective and from a different point of view and if you have any questions thoughts opinions whatever responses please send them in let me know so we can talk about them anonymously if you've encountered church hurt if you want my opinion on what you should do i'm not saying i'm the most like person to give opinions but if you want my opinion on what you should do totally contact me and i'll I'll let you know all right so so i believe that people hurt people where two people are, whether you're married, if you're a mom, you're a daughter, you're a husband, you're a wife, um, if you're a grandparent, if you are cousins, if you are church brothers and sisters, no matter how much you love the person, no matter how much you care about the person, there is an element and there is um, uh, there is a likelihood that you will hurt the other person. That one person will become hurt, and then it's what happens after that that really that really um, reveals the strength of the relationship before the hurt. So I just want to note that um, church hurt doesn't only happen in church, and I believe everyone knows that. But um, church hurt, just like family hurt or um, marital hurt hurts worse because it's coming from somebody who you expect to um love you and you expect to never hurt you and if you love me why would you hurt me and if you're my brother if you're my sister if you're a christian why would you hurt me um it's the same way someone might say you're my mom you're my dad why would you hurt me you're my sister you're my brother why would you hurt me you're my cousin you're my blood we 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 stay together why would you hurt me but i believe that in any relationship that there is um a likelihood that one person by accident will hurt another but it's up to the two to reconcile and to move forward and to realize that it was that it was hurt. All right, so I'm gonna ask you a couple questions and think about it in your mind and tell me what you think. No, don't tell me what you think. Just keep it in your mind. Have you ever dreaded going to church? Have you ever been scared to look into the very faces of people? who should be uplifting you? Have you ever felt so hurt that you felt as though church was doing you more damage than healing? Maybe you kept going in cycles and maybe one day you decided just to get off the ride. I can't bother this anymore. I am done. Have your feelings ever been hurt so deeply by one that you walked with, you talked with, you took communion together, 
have your feelings ever been damaged by one as in um a power a power position somebody who's over you the one who you never expected to hurt you you would have said anybody else but you have you ever thought it would have hurt less if an enemy did that to you if somebody out there somebody even in the church who didn't expect did it to you would it hurt less so I might not have experienced all those um, situations or all those circumstances. However, I have experienced some. And um, it hurts. Like, you carry literal hurt. And sometimes you are required to carry on as though you aren't wounded. And it Sometimes you are required to carry on as though you're not wounded, and it's so hard. Maybe you're the youth president, or maybe you're a Sunday school teacher, or maybe you sing on the choir, or maybe you are an usher, or maybe you are a musician, and you've been hurt, you've been damaged, and you are required to continue doing your duty, or you feel as though you're required to continue doing your duty, even though you're hurt, and you can't do your duty to the best of your ability because you're hurt. So is it worth you doing your duty? I'm going to go into that. These are very, very tight, tight, tight conversations. And I mean, every situation is so vastly different. I might be thinking of one thing in my mind. And there might be several other situations that I'm missing out on and that I haven't even considered. Which is why I'll be doing the episode on this soon. (laughs) So I feel as though, especially as the pastor's daughter it is so hard to deal with church hurt sometimes i mean people can do you some some kind of things and then because of your parents position they expect you to take it or they expect you to react to it or they expect you to not hurt and continue how you usually do in your mind too yours i'm scared like if i stop doing something oh my god if i take a break from doing something people are gonna think i'm backsliding are people gonna look at my parents like they're doing a bad job and you know those are all questions that come in your mind and that play out but it's important and i want to stress this so much today in this talk i'm doing that it's important to take time to heal when you've been hurt don't hurt and then go back and and not heal heal Healing, healing doesn't take a day or a week. Healing can be instant. Heal. Clean up. Get up. And move forward. And I'm going to go into that later why I'm saying that. <laughs> so you're, I want you to listen to this statement. Your empowerment cannot begin today unless you're healing occurs today if your healing does not occur today the manifestation of your empowerment cannot occur today because your empowerment lies in your healing now you never asked to be hurt you never asked them to do that to you nonetheless you want to go forward you want 
to reach a goal. So your healing is in your hands. Don't depend on somebody else to heal you. You take up the healing into your own hands because your healing is crucial for your salvation and your healing is crucial for your empowerment. A wounded soldier cannot fight. A wounded soldier cannot separate the, the trauma of her wounds from the trauma of the war. And I think that's so important. And I thought that that thought came to me that if you're wounded and you're in war, you don't know if the wounds coming from the war or if they're coming from your own hurt. And it's so important to heal. I believe that a Christian cannot properly activate their empowerment unless they have been healed from the pain of their past because they are putting the energy to to dealing with the hurt instead of putting the putting the energy into dealing with the greater adversary. So Paul reminds us to lay aside every weight that does so easily beset us and to run this race with patience. So it takes God's patience patience to deal with church people at times god knows <laughs> god knows but that but paul reminds us that all that although it takes god's patience keep patience don't lose it he says don't allow weights to slow us down, wear us down. If we are to be honest, if I am to be honest, I may not stop, but there are weights that are slowing me down. I could be going 100 and I'm going 80 because there's a weight that is slowing me down. And Paul is saying, those weights that you're carrying that are slowing you down, that are prohibiting you from running, I want you to let them go. Because as soon as a weight comes, push it one side and keep going because I cannot carry it on this race. The hurt, the pain, the trauma, the um, malice, the bitterness, the, the hurt that comes sometimes when you're in church. You cannot carry it on the race, but you must continue with the race. Sometimes instead of letting go of the hurt, we drop out of the race and continue to continue carrying the hurt. And for our whole life, we are weighed down by the hurt that happened to us when we were in the race. When we, What if we had stayed in the race and let go of the hurt? Instead of leaving the race and holding on to the hurt, we would have reached a part where God has promised us and potentialize us that the hurt would not even matter anymore and we would have healed and we would be in a better place mentally physically than we are now because we we let go of the hurt instead of letting go the race so beset means to attack on all sides so church hurt comes from all angles but paul is telling us that no matter where it comes from to keep running the race look at the life of jesus jesus was hurt from his disciples he was hurt from his family at times he was hurt from his own community he was hurt from those who were abroad the jews he was hurt 
by the multitudes. He was hurt. But the hurt never stopped him from reaching his potential. The hurt never stopped him from fulfilling his mission. And and when Paul says to lay aside every weight, he says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And he says something like, the joy that was set before him, that's what he focused on. He endured affliction. He even endured the pain of the cross um, for the sake of his purpose. So I think I'm going to dive a bit deeper. The conversation is going long, but I'm going to dive a bit deeper into the conversation of church hurt. So... <clears throat> Church is an institution designed by God, and the church Bible denotes or the Bible talks about church in multiple ways. It talks about us being the church, it talks about a building, it talks about the holy church of God, like the everyone in the whole world who's a Christian talks about that. So, the church is demonstrated in different ways, but I believe that when people say that they that church hurt, they're talking about the people in the church hurting them, not the actual institution, or not the actual building, or not the actual bride of Christ hurting them. So, that's church and church hurt. Hurt is one of those words that we use often, and sometimes we say in church, I can't do A because they hurt my feelings. I I would do that, but I'm hurt. I would go to church again, but I don't want to get hurt again. If I continue living this Christian life, I'm going to get hurt, so I'm done. I can't believe they are still up there preaching. Look how they hurt so hurt happens i want you to realize that i am completely and utterly agreeing that hurt happens i'm not saying your hurt is irrelevant or it doesn't matter i'm saying it hurts hurt happens and when you're hurt unless you're abnormal human you feel pain however it lies in you to heal the hurt. You have a choice to heal or become infected. I believe that many people have had the opportunity to heal, but instead they just let it they let the hurt fester into an infection. Some people even heal and then as they're healing they pick off the scars and they reveal the hurt again. The Bible tells us that offense will come, but it tells us three main things that we should do around that thought. It tells us one, woe unto them who give the offense. Two, forgive them up to 490 times a day. And it tells us three, that Jesus has died for our offenses did you know that you could you can even hurt yourself now if you hurt yourself over and over I guarantee you that you're gonna forgive yourself Some people don't but because you have to live quote unquote with yourself you're gonna forgive yourself so I believe in that same way 
that the Bible says to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Now, if you can forgive yourself maybe even a thousand times a day, you can forgive your neighbor in the same manner. So God can use the hurt that happens to you to push you further into your purpose if you hold on to him and don't let go of your faith. So why do we punish God for what people do to us? Why don't we go to church when someone hurts us when God didn't hurt us? Sometimes we have to act like fools for the sake of Christ. Okay, acting like a fool for the sake of Christ looks like this. Your sister that you grew up with in church is a church sister. Hurt you and she hurt you and she damaged your reputation. So being a fool for Christ means going to church, sitting beside her because of the cause. Now, remember at the beginning of this whole podcast um thing, Majingi? I said that one of the main verses is, and David said, is there not a cause? You see, the giant of church hurt is before me. It could be before me, but the cause is greater than the size of the giant. Yeah, no one believes in me. Yeah, everyone is waiting on this giant of church hurt to kill me. But I know the God who I serve. And I might look like a fool looking church hurt in the face. But I'm a fool for the cause of Christ. And when you're a fool for the cause of Christ, you are wise. Wise. So... Jeremiah, looking at his life, he was hurt. From the time he was a baby, he was prophesied. And God called him when he was young to be a prophet. And the people hurt him. They did not want to hear from him. But Jeremiah said it was like fire was in his bones. Meaning that no matter how much he didn't want to do it, no matter how much they hurt him, the potential that lied inside of him, the purpose that lied inside of him was greater than any pain, any any pain that he could have endured. So your, your purpose, your potential, your promise is greater than your pain. So I'm encouraging you today that no matter what hurt you might have endured or you are enduring, press through the pain, heal through the pain, hold on through the pain. Because I guarantee you that there is a purpose beyond this pain. There is a promise that reaches above this pain. So many pastor kids are placed in a position where they're hurt, but they get no t- healing time because the congregation is looking on them to act as they always do. But I am 
encouraging you today that if you must, if you have to rest, but do not stop. Do not stop. Never stop. No amount of hurt, no amount of pain is worth you losing out on your salvation. Now, church hurt happens at every church. And if it doesn't happen at a church, then there is honestly something wrong with that church. Why? Because the church is supposed to be comprised of perfect and imperfect individuals who are striving to make it to heaven. Now, every now and then, situations are going to arise. Problems will occur, but we have to press past them. Sometimes the enemy will cause us to see light afflictions as great big storms because he wants us to move away from the goal. He will cause someone's passing you without saying hi to seem like the end of the world. Why? Because he wants you to stop heading towards the goal. Keep your eyes on the goal. This is where spiritual discernment is so important because we can when you can discern you can know who the attacker is and what is his main goal. So sometimes you are walking towards the goal and every step takes another measure of faith. But just as Peter kept walking on water towards Jesus, keep walking. For real, church hurt hurts. But I encourage you to take time to heal and take back what the enemy has tried to break. Acknowledge what has happened to get you in the situation. What happened? Look at the problem. I am not telling you to be blindsided to the problem because you cannot heal like that. Compare your problem to your salvation. Which one measures more? Ask yourself, is it worth it? Pray and ask God to give you a heart to see beyond the hurt and ask God to heal any wounds the hurt may have left. Forgive. It may be hard, but do it. It is not for you. It's not for them. It's for you. Sometimes we feel as though if we forgive, we are helping the other person. But really, you are helping yourself. And lastly, regain focus. You've been hurt. You've healed. Now it's time to get up and fight again. So I'm going to post another podcast on this topic. Because I feel like there's so much more to talk about in regards to forgiveness, in regards to being hurt, in regards to different situations, in regards to friendships. And I think friendships is a huge thing to talk about, just friendships, like my experience with friendships. Because honestly, I haven't had the best, but that's a whole story for another podcast. I would like to pray with you guys before I go. I got a request for um for somebody to like ask God to help them to be able to forgive and I believe it goes perfectly and help them to move on past the hurt and I believe it goes on perfectly with this this session and I believe that 
as we pray, as I pray, as you pray with me, because we touch and agree in prayer. That's what this segment is called. Wherever you are, wherever I am, we are touching, we are agreeing. And when the Bible says when two or more, when we touch and agree in anything, he is faithful and just to do it. So I'm going to pray now for you and with you. And we shall pray. <coughs> Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. Mighty God. You are the Prince of Peace. God, there is no one like you. God, no one compares to you. No one can get to the place where you are. God, no one can assume or no one can usurp your throne, God, because you are God and God alone. There will be no God after you. There was no God before you, before the earth began. And when the earth shall be consumed, God, you still will be God. Oh, God, as I come before you right now, I pray, God, that you may touch us. I pray, God, that you may manifest your healing power in us today. I pray, God, that whatever the enemy has tried to destroy, whatever the enemy has tried to break down, that you may build it back up, God, that you may give us confidence that you may give us strength that you may give us endurance god to run this race oh god we know that this is not an easy race to run we know that there are mountains to climb there are valleys to cross oh god but we are sure god that you that with you as our hope with you as the anchor of our soul god that no matter what happens we rest assured god that nothing is too hard for you oh god Many people are hurt today. Many people are tired. Many people are damaged. And I pray, God, that you send a healing, oh God, upon this nation. I pray, God, you send a healing to everyone who is hearing my voice. Oh God, that we have strength, God, that we can regain our focus and that we can trust in you. God, as I come to you, I pray for the young people. Give them strength. Allow them to see the you oh god in our situations let us see you in our you and let us glorify you in our song let us glorify you in what we do let your light shine through us that others can see us and glorify you oh god let us be a testament let us being a living example that you are god who can save you are god who can keep you are god who can satisfy oh god help us god that we can be more like you that we can bear your image god that we can show somebody else god who you are help us god oh god that as we go to school as we go to work that we want to remember god that it is in you that we live that we breathe and that we have our being that without you we would be nothing that we would be consumed but because of your faithfulness and because of your mercies god we are not consumed i pray god that you bless keep and sanctify I thank you for this day. Truly, this is the day that you have made. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright, guys. So, check out. Remember, remember to check out the website. Remember to check out the Instagram page, Facebook page. Remember to send your prayer requests. If you have any, I would love to touch and agree with you in prayer. Send any questions that you have on this podcast. I know it was kind of one of those that are more touchy situation. And it was kind of long. But... Thank you for listening to this point, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.